Okay, welcome to this episode of Health Talk Radio. Uh, I'm here today with a great guest, but someone's not here, and that's Mike. And Mike's not here because he's in the middle of a moving house, and he's got his um, his stick with a little um, red handkerchief at the back of it, and he's trudging across the US to, to move to pastures new. So he's a little bit tied up, but I'm here, and we're going to have an amazing conversation today because a good I'm going to call her a good friend of mine because I've actually met her in person. So these are two people now we've had on the show that I've actually physically met. Um, last time was Boomer Anderson, who you obviously know, and today is Kristen Weitzel, who is I'm gonna I'm gonna just say, you know, from my perspective, probably one of the most committed biohackers you will find in the industry today, and she is into it all and understands it at a very very deep level, and has got some amazing coaching that she does for um, clients all around the world, and especially in the US, and does a lot of traveling this sort of stuff. So we are going to discuss biohacking but we're going to talk about it but with someone who actually knows what they're talking about experiences it and doesn't just do it for the for the kudos if you like and for other people to pay attention she does it in a practice in a consultation that actually gets other people doing it so Kristen, welcome to the show thank you so much for having me paul you already know that i love you and um I'm rooting Mike on in this move, so that's good. <laughs> and uh, I'm so happy to be here. Good. So we want to talk about a few things today, but for the people that want to hear your story, how did you get to be the biohacking wonder woman that you are? <laughs> Thank you so much for that intro too. It's um, yeah, it's like an honor to be able to to chat with you about this stuff. I let's make the story short so we can get into like the juicy fun stuff, I think. But the the long story short as possible is I grew up a dancer. I was around a lot of um, body dysmorphia, maybe had a little of my own, wanted to understand how to merge um, eating food, which I loved to do with uh, having a physique that still remained intact for, you know, what a dancer, a ballerina looks like, feels like, sounds like. <clears throat> and I saw a lot of people doing that not well, a lot of women not doing that well. And it just struck my curiosity and sort of expanded over the course of the years, weaving through various different nutrition plans and programs. I would have never called them that at that point, but from like food combining to vegetarianism to you name it in between. And, um, and also got really interested in just ways I could utilize different styles of training like yoga and things like that into the shape of my body and how I felt energetically. Um, that whole thing led to like probably 15 years ago, started following Mark Sisson, uh, listened to the Sisson as sort of the godfather of the primal movement, talking a lot about ancestral health. And um, that connected me with some of Dave Asprey's work in the, you know, the bulletproof biohacking, the, the, the man who coined the term as it were, it's such a polarizing term biohacking. People are like, they love it or they love to hate it. And um, I keep, you know, hacking doesn't sound like a great thing to do, but it's really just finding ways to shift the environment inside and out of your body. And, and in my mind, it's using everything from ancient practices to modern technology to be able to optimize our wellness, right? We've been doing optimal well-being and we've been working on that for years and years and years. And this is just a an edgier sounding term in that, in that category. So, um, so yeah, like it's been 12 plus years that I've been understanding, knowing the word and using the term since Dave coined it. And it's been a pretty polarizing journey. It, do you know what? I, I'm not 
someone who's favorable with that term i don't like it i don't i don't like the majority of people that are talking about it because yeah. i think their their understanding of it is uh misguided not because they're bad people i just think like any marketing train when yeah. something comes out that can grab people's attention it becomes you know this dysmorphic if you like it's changed into something that it wasn't really meant to be and then everything all of a sudden is a biohack and then you just need to do these 84 biohacks when you get up in the morning and all of a sudden your world will be good and it's just like okay right and i've had people yeah. come to me i've literally had people come to me with probably 20 plus things that they they have to do when they get up in the morning before they get their day going and so on and then another 20 plus things they do during the day and all this all this other stuff and yet have got fundamental massive health problems so clearly yeah. it's not working for you, right? Stop doing that. Because yeah, just, and there's, they, there's a generalization for sure that people, I just want to like interject and say that my favorite thing is when I see someone who's like got a big old booty peach shot on Instagram on the beach or whatever. And then it's like hashtag biohacking. And I'm like, I don't even know what's happening here. Yeah. Like I love a booty shot just as much as the next person. But I'm like, how is this? Maybe it's biohacking because they're weaving in training and you're very, very correct in what you're saying as well. The, the, there's some things that are missing from the, let's call it the game of biohacking that in the general populace that's using that term. And I love these people There, there is a large percentage of them that are not using the basic principles of fitness, strength and conditioning training. They're using everything else or they're baselining. No one's eating McDonald's anymore. I don't think, but like, you know, in the health and wellness scene, they're baselining with like not a great diet or yeah. not enough mobility. And that is exactly to what you're speaking to. It's like, yeah. getting, you're doing it wrong people. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I think? Not to be judgy. <laughs> well, I think that the term in and of itself kind of gives you a perspective that, I don't need to do the basics. I can hack around them. Yeah. Right. So yeah. Or I just need to take that butter in my coffee. And that means I don't need to do the basic stuff. Or if I'm just going to listen to that binaural beat, that will set everything up. And I'm, I don't need to put any effort into anything. And yeah. so a lot of people just had that, miscom uh, uh, that misconception because the majority of people are looking for the one thing that's going to fix them. What's the one yeah. thing I'm missing? I'm just going to that one thing. Aloe vera. No silver bullet. Yeah. Right? That's the that's the that's the, the cure for everything. It's going, to, it's going to fix me up, and that's just all I need to do. And they miss that actually you need to do the 700 other things that you should be doing first, and then that might add the cherry on the top. But right now, let's get some basic stuff. However, when people are actually in a good place and they're doing the right things, and it's put into a program, a comprehensive program some of these things can be really beneficial because yeah. this is my opinion. And I think actually you're more educated on this stuff than I am. However, a lot of the hacks, things like the cold immersion, things like red light therapy, things like, um, uh, I don't know, so many other things that are going on, like the tech that people are wearing, you know, there's so many things that are available. Breath work is another really good one. The majority of them, are actually helping us counteract the modern world that's causing us the problems. Yeah. So it's almost like once you get the basics right, these things can really help you living in New York or living in LA or living in London or whatever it is, because we have so much 
being thrown at us every day, which is detrimental, some of these things really help us to to adjust those things. So yeah, when sure. it's done right, I think it's really powerful. So let's talk about some of your favorite biohack protocols. And I know that because I see your, I mean, listen, if people aren't aware of you, they should definitely follow you on Instagram because you're you're one crazy gal, as they say. But the um, but there's so many people in ice baths or doing some crazy stuff. So so cold immersion, you know, you're yeah. a big, big fan of that. Tell us about that and the benefits. Yeah, I mean, cold water immersion, sometimes called deliberate cold exposure. I've lovingly, lovingly started to call it um, intentional cold exposure because, you know, the initials for the acronym are ICE. And also uh, deliberate is one thing, but intentional implies, in my opinion, context. And I think that that is so important it's like the paramount thing is like what's your context so let's just first say what are you getting in the cold for maybe you never even heard about getting in cold water for optimizing your well-being and so you want to have an understanding on like hey what are the things going in my life exactly like you just said paul like what is my baseline what are my challenges do i have some hormonal dysregulation do i have autoimmune condition do i am i totally healthy what am i, am I trying to recomposition my body a bit and so um, you hear people talking about and seeing more and more of this, this ice baths because it is sensational on social media, but there really are truly some amazing benefits. I am, um, I, you know, I have an intentional cold exposure practice myself and it is um, like, if we want to talk about the benefits and in, in the scale or the rainbow of cold exposure, you know, cold showers, they count and cryotherapy that counts. Just when you look at the research around the benefits, most of, if not all of the longevity and the cellular upregulation benefits live in the putting your body, submerging your body in the cold water. And uh, you'll have to maybe translate this correctly for me, but typically it's around sub 40 Fahrenheit, maybe two, three degrees Celsius. Yep, yep. Um, and so pretty cold and, um, doesn't have to be for a long time. Just has to be for a good time. <laughs> the big benefits, you know, what I see the most, um, you know, we want to talk about things like we just came off of three years of a pandemic and, um, hopefully it's going in the right direction and people are really stressed and anxious and even in depression. And one of the bigger benefits I continue to, to see in the moment, even in just one ice bath or cold experience with a person is the mood boosting benefits that come with it, the, sh the shaking off of the, as you can imagine, you step in cold water, your body's going to have a reaction. But really what happens is you get a, a dopamine hit, you get a, a big rush of, you know, norepinephrine, adrenaline, all of this. And as you're getting out, you have a parasympathetic rebound. So you have a sympathetic response, that fight or flight or response when you get into the cold water. And then you have a parasympathetic response when you get out this rebound. And that dumps a whole bunch of like oxytocin and bliss chemicals into your brain and body that that gives you sort of this like can do feeling and attitude and joy, I would even mark it as that just helps you go into your day. Or, you know, a lot of people will, the this, this second benefit is um, sleep. A lot of people are having challenges with sleep right now. Now you don't want to get into a cold ice bath before, you know, right before bed, but an, an hour, 90 minutes to two hours before bed is probably the, an optimal time to do it. I did mm -hmm. a, a 34 day straight challenge, uh, years ago and loved, thought I was going to love the morning ice bath. Like that's going to set me up and it, it's great. But what I really fell in love with was this like sunset going to my rooftop in LA 
getting in the ice bath, seeing sunset, which has other benefits, right? And then really unwinding my day from that point out of that parasympathetic rebound and really getting, in, you know, on my sleep trackers and, and everything I'm wearing on my body, <laughs> um, really getting to see that I was getting deeper REM and more deep sleep and seeing the shifts there. Yeah. So sleep for sure and mood are two massive um, benefits, you know, along a long list of other benefits that come with it. And, and the um, the important thing I think people miss is we are we are all, especially in the modern world, I keep referring back to it because it is a big influence on our health. We're all in what's called a, a sympathetic nervous system a lot of the time, which is this fight or flight stress kind of it's just part of everyday life you can't really avoid it you've got a phone that's giving you stress all the time you've got work or family commitments or whatever it is there's rushing around everyone needs to be doing things at breakneck speed and it's just part of life and we end up being in this sympathetic nervous system anything that gets us into this other side which is the parasympathetic the rest digest recovery relax state socialize in, have sex that's yeah. where the good stuff happens <laughs> yeah it's, it's always a useful tool right and so by using cold immersion to get you into that as the rebound to it can be a really useful tool even if it's just for that because what is the outcome from that being in parasympathetic is the better sleep is the better energy is the better clarity is the better you know happy oxytocin that kind of stuff so just from that perspective, if you want to feel better, cold exposure is great. However, it puts the fear of God in people to want to go and have a cold shower because they're like, I'm not doing that, right? They invented warm water for a reason. I'm very comfortable in that. Thank you very much. Mm. And so, the, the, you know, there are steps that you can take to kind of get yourself acclimatized to it. Um mm. Do you, do you use any of that or do you just go, no, 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 you go straight in and you just bite the bullet? Um, I, you know, I, I've gone to a place where I prefer an ice bath over a cold shower, just because the cold shower is sort of like pelting you with cold. Yes. And, and, you know, we have this, this, this skin cells on our palms and the soles of our feet and our upper cheeks. So I'm like always, you're sort of cheating the system if you're like in the cold shower, but you're like, just like leaning <laughs> away from the water. And so, um, and also just when I look at the benefits, you know, the research is like a wide swath of research and it's all different temperatures and people and moving water and ice and, and you know, just left arm immersed in, immersed in cold water. It's, it's, it's all over the map, uh, men, women, all the things. And it is, but one thing we can really see is that there are benefits. There is a brown adipose tissue response, meaning more densely populated fatty tissue tissue that has more mitochondria in it which is powerhouse of our cells this is a good fat that our body needs and likes and helps us with temperature control we can create more of it by putting ourselves in extreme temperature for short periods deliberately or intentionally and that includes heat as well as cold right so sauna culture has been around forever and, and known this and so so that's like another great piece of it i you know the thing about cryotherapy and this isn't a knock on it is there's not enough research and also when I lived in LA, it was like 50 to $75 for three minutes. And I was, I just felt like from a budgetary standpoint, I'd rather go spend at that point, I was schlepping ice to the top of my roof at like $20 a, a day, or like having people deliver massive amounts of ice who didn't want to help me bring it up three flights of stairs, no judgment, no blaming them. And so, um, you know, now I have, I'm, I'm, I have the luxury of having like a really professional ice bath that does all that for me, but 
um, you know, that piece of cold shower and cryo, it's like cold showers are mostly accessible to everyone. I mean, I live in Texas, my water's not that cold, but I just was in Toronto and I turned on the cold at the end of my shower, you know, I was like washing and cleaning. And then I'm like, okay, great. The last two minutes cold and it's icy cold. Yeah. cold. It's really beautiful. So it's accessible to everyone. And, um, you know, and, and a lot of people have bathtubs. Doesn't have to be fancy. Um, if you really get into it, some people will convert a chest freezer, which is a, a way to, um, to, you know, if you know what you're doing to safely convert a meat freezer with a top loading door into something you can do cold water immersion. That's always about, it's under a thousand dollars us. Um, sometimes in the five or $600 range. And then, um, and then you can get fancier from there, right? You can get up to the level of the ice bath that I have, but, but I, I just, if I'm going to do the, if I'm going to do the practice, let me do, you know, you know me, it's like, if I'm going to do the practice, let me do like the most badass one. That's got the bangingest amount of science and evidence behind it in shifting my state um, physiologically and mentally and, and all that. So personally, I, prefer the bath to the shower for the same reason yeah the shower just tends to be really irritating and that kind of thing and also it's coming at you all the time and it's just like relentless but with a bath and i'll tell you how i do it and it's probably not to the state you know the level that you do it to but i just fill a bath with cold water from the tap mm-hmm. that's cold enough you know london isn't hot right so yeah, yeah. That, that's a that's a low enough temperature to be able to just sit in it and 10 minutes, whatever it is, you know, and, yeah. and, and be fine with it. I don't put ice in it to make it even colder still, because I think there is a an optimal point in which you can just get colder and colder. And is it even more beneficial? I know the jury's out on that. But to start with, if you've just got a bathtub, mm-hmm. fill it with water and get in. Yeah. Here's the thing that you notice when you do it. If you sit still, it's absolutely no problem. It doesn't, it doesn't hurt. It doesn't cause any problems. It doesn't cause you pain or anything. If you move and the water starts moving around you, then you feel that cold sensation because it's it's hitting places that maybe it wasn't immersed in originally. But if you just sit in it, you'll get a massive benefit. And it doesn't, it's not even uncomfortable. And it's trying to get people to understand that. Yes, we put your foot in straight away, it's going to be a bit you know a bit unpleasant but get through it it's fine so it's definitely yeah. worth trying for most people and and what you say is right the the brown fat um upregulates energy production upregulates mitochondrial function which means you burn more calories which means you burn more fat converts white fat into brown there's a lot of science yeah. behind that and so it's, yeah. it's just a it's just an all-round decent thing to try especially if we're trying to combat some of the modern day issues that, that we're having yeah. And I have a lot of women that come to me and they're like, I want to lose weight. And obviously I always say like losing weight is really, that's a, that term means nothing. It's sort of like wrong, you know, misnomer, but we want to lose fat. Or what I like to say is we want to recomposition the body. When I give females, and this isn't to say men don't want to do this, but when I say to females, we're like, I'm never getting in an ice bath. Here's the stats on how you can shift, boost your, boost your metabolic function, like up to 300% for the 36 or 40 hours after an ice bath burning more calories. And here's what happens with thermogenesis. And here's what happens with fatty tissue. Before I can finish the sentence, they're in the back. (laughs) They're like head under, you know? And then, and then the one other thing that you touched on, which is like really kind of cool is, is 
there's a, there's a vibe when people go to get in, like, oh, I'm just going to get in up to my waist or maybe to my elbows or my chest. They're like, oh, I'm going to go cautiously. And, and the reality is like, yeah, don't, don't splash, be careful, be safe when you get in. But the sooner and the more easily you get in directly without hesitation or anticipation, which is hard, but mm-hmm. we do it up to our neck, the more our body can systemically respond and be like, okay, cool. We're cooling the body. Maybe we have the mammalian dive response kick in depending on temperature and then getting our vagus nerve, getting our jugular and all these things into the water. It actually shifts our ability to tolerate it. Um, and then when we're in, what you're talking about is um, you have a thermal blanket. That's so like a micro, micro, micro layer of cells that, of, of, sorry, of, um, you know, of, of thermal energy, like coming off your body. That's just like holding that temp and you feel like, okay, I'm fine. And then if you wanted to titrate that or make it more challenging, I just did this in a, I teach a training called Sherpa breath and cold. So it's teaching instructors how to do breath and ice work, um, and ice baths, how to coach people. And so I have them as part of one of the exercises they have to get in and then move the whole time or move yeah. for a minute. And they're like, this is so different than just sitting still. And so it's, um, yeah, it's a beautiful way to be able to do a little bit more of a minimum effective dose yeah. and not have to do anything and dropping there's, the temperature. There's levels to it, right? There's levels. I've got a patient at the moment who was diagnosed with breast cancer a while ago. And part of her treatment routine is using the ice bath or using yeah. a shower, which she yeah. has. I'll, I'll tell you what, this, this, this woman has applied herself so amazingly to everything that we've asked her to do and really organized herself and really put herself out there and, and done everything in the midst of, you know, running a, you know, having a uh, work to do and, you know, a family and everything else. Her husband is another level when it comes to uh, cold immersion. Like it can't be cold enough for him. And he is just chasing the coldest he can ever get, which is great for him. You know, he wants to do that. And that's amazing. Yeah. I've got, an, I've got another patient uh, there in the U S actually, I've got another one in the UK who's going to do a Wim Hof um, weekend with him in, mm-hmm. I think it's Spain or something, where they do a whole lot of stuff. So, yeah. so there's so many people around that are doing the same sort of thing, all at home, doing it themselves. You don't need to be a special place. You know, they're all yeah. just like embracing that whole thing. Yeah. So anyway, a lot of people are finding it very beneficial and it's just about starting off slow, not having the, not having, I think once you've done it, you realize it actually wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. Yes, totally. But See, you, that's why it's because that's the real truth. But but what you also imagine, what you also realize is one, it's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. And two, I actually feel better than I thought I was going to feel. So it's a really weird thing. It's it's that the anticipation is worse than the event. And that that's yeah. generally the case. It's the same with you talk about McDonald's, the anticipation of having it is normally better than the event. Right. You have it, you have it <laughs> what we're doing here so so talking of breath work yeah that's another big part of what you do explain that because we all breathe every day what's this whole concept about breath work yeah i mean the, the interesting thing and this is a great correlation to cold even still in some ways because we have we can reverse the top line piece of breath work that you are so right about this piece that is people are like, I'm breathing every day. Is breathwork really going to make a difference? And I just went up and I um, recorded a bunch of breathwork that's specifically targeted for ice baths with a, a company called Other Ship up there in Toronto. And it's a beautiful opportunity to remind ourselves that everything and any kind of stress that's coming at us, whether it be cold or life or the bells and whistles on our phone or our boss yelling at us or our kids going crazy in the backyard or whatever, 
those are all micro stressors. And if we want to learn how to manage them, the key to breath and managing stress is that we can reverse engineer our nervous system by using our breath. And so when you can reverse engineer your nervous system with something that's simple and free and just takes dedicated time, right? There's a time and energy component in there, but you dedicate some time to it. You can absolutely change your mindset and you can absolutely change your day. And as a byproduct of those, you can change your life. And so if I, if somebody said to me, I can't afford a red light panel and I don't know how to organize ice and I'm too busy, this damn word busy mm. to, you know, book the most important date with myself to get some self-care or like I have 10 minutes a day. What's the only biohack I can do? I would say it's breath work. And that's because, um, especially now down-regulating is so important, right? If you only have 10 minutes a day, there's a thousand ways to play with beautiful styles of breath work to release trauma and do whole experiences and journeys. I do that work with people, but 10 minutes a day, you can really shift your state. And I know you know this because we always talk about the recover, the, sto- the score on Aura Ring that tracks um, restorative time. And so it's like, how can I sit? And if, especially for everyone who's listening right now, who's not like, who thinks I'm not a good meditator, which by the way, doesn't exist. You don't have to be good. We don't meditate to, to get good at it. We don't do all this stuff to get good at the thing. We do all this stuff to get good at life. So let yourself have some grace and yeah, breath work. You can downregulate your nervous system. You can calm your state. And if you're in a super heightened, angry, upset, sad, grief, any of that, you can shift in as little as 10 minutes to just feel better and feel more holy yourself. And that's, um, you know, that's a big key. A lot of that for me is nasal breathing because that's really correlated to our parasympathetic state. But there's so many protocols. And, and while I teach it and coach it, we have resources in the world like YouTube. You can find all the best and all the worst breath work and explore your own experimentation for 10 minutes a day, every day, 365 days a year. Um, I have like a downloadable breathwork track on my warriorwomanmode.com website. There's, I think, two there. You can download for free. Like there's resources in the world. And, and gosh, it's so, it's changed my life. Like it's just breathing. I get that. And time and time again, I'm working with asthmatics or people who have either getting off their CPAP machines or at least reducing the, the usage or pressure of them. They are shifting their athletic capability there. There's so many contextual applications for course correcting or, you know, winning our goals by using breath that it's like the most important one in my opinion. I mean, it's the most important one. Forget my opinion. My opinion's getting, I'm just getting smart. I'm like training and training and training all the time with some of the best, best breathwork mentors in the world. And it's, God, if we just sit down and take the time to love up on ourselves and do it, it's really um, transformational. And and we'll put the, sh- the link in the show notes to your download. We'll put it you know, to the, the website in general, but people can download mm-hmm. it and try it, give it a go. Yeah. And like Kristen says, you know, check out YouTube find different things because different things will resonate with different people. Oh, totally. Um, and there's so many styles, quote unquote. I'm not trying to teach anyone the Kristen Weitzel style. I say, get out there. Like you were back in your dating years and just like, you know, have a hot girl summer, have a hot breath summer. Just yeah. go explore everything. <laughs> what do they call it? Summer break. I think they call it out there. Then they were spring break. break, spring yeah. break. Yeah, spring yeah. break. Yeah. Have a spring break, have a spring break <laughs> playing with breath work for like 30 days. Just try all different things, you know? Yeah without quite as much alcohol but do you know what i found we talking about the restorative time on your aura ring if you've got one then you know what we're talking about if you don't it's a ring that will monitor many many aspects now they've just had an upgrade to it which has been uh pretty impressive but one of the things is how much 
time you get into this restorative state, which is kind of mm-hmm. parasympathetic state that we're talking about, and a lot of people, you know, they've got on their um, uh, meditation and breathing exercises, and it measures it in real time, shows you what went on. But you know what I find gets me in more of a restorative state than anything else for longer than anything else is reading a book and reading a proper paper book with pages you know like the old stuff we used to have not not tech not online not on the kindle well no junk light in your face is also helpful yeah yeah. even on the kindle or anything like that none of that just a proper book with pages that you turn and you feel and you sit there and I promise you, every time that I do that, and it's about half an hour in the morning, half an hour in the evening, there's at least 40 to 50 minutes of restorative time in and around that. It's the yeah. weirdest thing, right? Because, and I only realized it about a month ago when I started really monitoring it more closely. And um, But it's the most peculiar thing, a, a proper paper book that you, you, you get you into this restorative time. And you know what it did for me? is it made me want to read more mm-hmm. because I knew I was getting that downtime while I was doing that activity. It was, yeah. It's a very, very strange outcome. So, um, yeah, so it's interesting. Get some get some reading done and you'll, you'll automatically get into that parasympathetic, yeah. do some, you know, it, it, yeah, it's interesting. And then, yeah, I love that. And then you mentioned red light therapy. Mm. That's quite a big thing at the moment. And it's been around for like, two, three years maybe in general, and we've got all sorts of confusion over things. There's different wavelengths and there's different types of product and and gadget and big ones and little ones and things you put on the body and things you don't put on the body and then infrared saunas and then you've got all sorts of, it's like a crazy world right now. Um, Tell us a bit about more about that because the last time I actually saw you in person, you were were extolling the the benefits of it at at a really good um summit to yeah. a lot of people so tell us more about that kind of part of the biohack yeah yeah i am um, i fell in love with a portable device because i'm so on the go well, let's just talk about the category we'll talk about flex beam for sure but um <clears throat> people always ask this question and it's an important one because it's an investment when you're going to look it's a red light therapy or getting a red light device it's an investment of money yep. and in today's day and age and all the time, we want to have the highest value of return for the money that we spend. But red light is a really interesting category where you can buy on Amazon something that looks like it'd be an amazing red light device for an amazing deal. And what you might be just getting is like red light bulbs or not the right wavelengths or not well-made or not well-sourced. And in some cases, some of that putting it close proximity to your skin is even not beneficial. It does the opposite. It's not good for you. And so I just, I, I really implore people to do a little research and know that any red light company worth their salt will easily say, here's the one sheeter on our wavelengths, our basic sourcing. And they're not going to tell you exactly where the diodes come from, but they will tell you generally speaking. Um, a lot of people will say in the industry, well, all the diodes come from the same place in China. And it's like, cool, maybe, but it's like a valley, right? If you think about like, it's like, let's call it Silicon Valley. It, it's, there's a lot of different businesses, purveyors, people sourcing different things and having different ethics in the way that they work. So making sure you're getting high quality and making sure that it's it's wired well. And it's, you know, that the people who are putting it together are heart centered and selling it to you from a place of honesty and authenticity. I think that's really important to know. And so everyone says, what do I do? What do I get? I, this thing is small and it's cheap. So I'll just get it. And my answer is like, 
if there's one device in the technology space in the biohacking world that you should own, or if it's available to you or affordable to you, that is great to get. The lowest hanging fruit is red light therapy. Now, if you live out in the woods and you're up for every sunrise and every sunset and you're getting out in the sun and you're taking care of yourself and you're forest bathing, then perhaps that's not the device for you and I might suggest something else. But for most of us, having a red light therapy device for a multitude of health challenges or support is really an incredible opportunity to not only share it with your family because you just buy one, but to upregulate your mitochondrial health and to help heal the body. And really it's not healing the body, right? It's providing an opportunity using the light for the body to self heal. This is what all this work we do is about. It's like, you know, I'm not a doctor and it's like, this won't cure you. But like, if you have skin issues, especially if you have skin issues, if you have DOMS from working out in training, which is a little bit of the deeper thing, right? If you have a surgery or scars or, you know, a lot of pain, this is a pain management tool that in many cases I have seen people who have been dealing with pain for years and years, almost fully eradicate it by using red light therapy. And that's because when we look at all the marketing at this cascade of benefits, it seems like BS, but the reality is when you heal and, and boost mitochondrial function and you start healing at a cellular level, the cascade of benefits that come from using red light therapy is, is massive. And so mm. it, it can do all of these things for the body. And, you know, knowing when people say, what do I get? I say, what's your issue? Meaning do you have one specific part that's really, really bad? Then something targeted or wearable like a flex beam is amazing. If you have a family of, of issues and you're living at home mostly, meaning not on the road, you can really benefit from having a larger panel. And now panels are coming in all shapes, sizes, and colors, even in the red light category, right? Photobiomodulation, you can get a blue panel and a green panel, but it's like staying in the red light space is, is for me the most researched and, um, and also really understanding that your whole family can use it. And like, I, I have a panel that's from Light Path LED and it also has a pulsation rate. And so more and more research is coming out on pulsed light mixed in with the red light and wavelengths that are good for um, calming and focusing the brain or specifically on scar tissue. And so, you know, in a dream world, if you have the budget, you get a portable device that you don't have to plug in that you can run around with and use like a flex beam and you have a panel in your home and everybody in the family uses it. Yeah. Um, it's so, it's just, it's been game changing when it comes to this thing you're talking about as well. Like when my red light panels on a modified bike rack, Good luck biohackers. And then, so it lays over my couch so I can get under it and I can do breath work and I can get red light for a period of 15 to 20 minutes. And it feels like I'm stacking my hacks. Yeah. And, and it's, it's very much like the old, um, uh, uh, sunbeds, you know, that you used to have at home where it would be on that kind of frame and it would go above your sofa and you'd lie yeah. underneath it. And it, it, they look exactly the same. It's just that light now isn't causing you cancer. It's actually doing yeah. good for you, right? Totally. And then here's the other thing I want to mention to anyone listening and the last thing I'll say about red light is I'm so nerdy about it and the whole like photobiomodulation category um, is that you see all these beautiful marketing uh, websites where it's like a woman on a couch like laid out all sexy and then there's like a yeah. red light panel on the all the way on the other side of the room mm. and the whole light, the whole room is glowing and typically based on EMF range and things like that, you're like, Flex beam you want you can put on your skin because it's not plugged in. There's no EMF, but with panels, there's a bit it's plugged in and a bit of EMF, right? Electromagnetic field that isn't always good for us in that 
proximity. So you stay four to six, four to eight inches, depending on the panel from the panel. And that's where the sweet spot is. If you start standing a foot or more away from the panel, it's no longer doing anything at all, except making your house look like a brothel. Yeah. And, so and that's the, you're right. Because all of the marketing is about, you just put it there and you sit all the way over here and it's all amazing. You do need to be quite close to them. Yeah. <clears throat> Have yeah. you ever tried, um, because this stuff is not, is not new. Red light therapy um, has been around for quite a few decades. Oh, and, uh, like, yeah, over since the 50s, like with the ruby yeah. laser. And like they even before that, they were wheeling patients out into the sun in the hospital scene before yeah. Big Pharma came along. Yeah. And the, the specific wavelengths that are in early morning and late day light are what we are mimicking in the red light panels quite often that are like the healing properties. And so it became easier to take a pill. We stopped wheeling patients out of the hospitals into the light and we just gave them meds. And that's unfortunate, but <laughs> yeah, for years better. they've been working on it. Yeah. And it's but like the you... other, people, other people, Paul say like, this is just a light bulb. Why does it help? It's yeah. like, we're beyond that. Like just for anyone who's listening, who's like, it's just a red light bulb. It's not, it's a wavelengths of light from an led bulb. And there's, I have a file that has over a thousand studies, human models, everything. Like it is, so beyond proven now that it's it's there's no it, that's why I, I can continue to recommend it as a key tool yeah so a couple of things one is that the the cold immersion and the breath work and the red light all work on mitochondria yeah and that's the kind of key to it this is this is the yeah. part of the cell that generates energy and so when you've got that working better obviously everything else works better but have you ever tried it intravenously the light yeah yeah with an iv uh ms uh, you guys have um gosh lms wellness which just changed their name in london and they have a uh like a fiber optic light in the iv yeah. which you can do which it feels the first time i saw it three years ago when i was there and I, and and um the lovely doctor there was like hey let's try one and i was like no that's freaking me out a bit it looks really wacky it looks wild but it's cool and and you know, like targeted different colors of photobiomodulation. I yeah. also will say this thing that I have, which is like, hello women and welcome men. They make this for testicles as well. They make a cup. Um, and for women, I have a, a, a device that's called the V-Fit. That's like intravaginal red light therapy. So like it goes, it goes wherever you want to go. Wherever you want it to go. I've, <laughs> I've had a lot of the of the IV, but then especially after you do an IV infusion, if you then use that red light or green or blue, again, depending yeah. on what you're doing it for, I think it has a very big uptick in the value of that IV you've just had. Oh, yeah, it, it's like it's doubling great. down or more. It, it, it's phenomenal. For about half an hour, you sit there. Like you say, it's a filament that goes into the um, cafeteria, it goes into the vein, and it sits there, and your blood just moves past it, gets zapped. And um, actually, I've oh, not wow. done it for a while, but when I used to do it a lot, I found it really really beneficial especially for things like any kind of pathogen that's passing past it cholesterol mm -hmm. that kind of thing it's a real like it, the the east eastern european countries were using it um on mass in their athletics programs wow in, the fiber optic the the filaments yeah, really in the 60s oh, and so 70s amazing. and they were really like hitting up some i mean they were using a lot of drugs as well but the um but but they were using it massively and had a lot of research behind its value so yeah cool. i mean there's so much to it Okay, but yeah. the purpose of us trying to touch kind of the, just scratch the surface of it today is people just need to be aware that biohacking as a term is often misinterpreted as, oh, if I do this, I don't need to do the basics. Yeah, and that's incorrect. 
But when you do some of these really quite cool activities and the protocols like the ice bath, get some breathing done properly, maybe use a red light uh, device if you if you go down that road, they can all really add to a much more detailed um, health program. So, mm-hmm. you know, they're worth looking at in the, in the right way. I mean, there's a ton of other stuff we could speak about. but um, Yeah, and if anyone, anyone is like listening to this and was like interested in like, hey, what do I do? Or I found this red light thing and it's like a, a deal or like I'm all, you know, I'm at warrior woman mode on Instagram. I, I answer DMs all the time on, I'm, I'm always going to be honest on what I think about brands. I never am going to slander anyone. And if I say, I don't really know about this or this looks a little bit sketchy, like I'm just going to give my opinion and I don't want people to waste their money um, and, you know, I work with a lot of these brands too. So like, sometimes you can write me and I can get you a good discount on various different products yeah. out in the UK, sure. here in the US, you know, I, 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 you know, I've worked a lot in the red light space. Um, at this point it's been years now, which is really, uh, it's just been so beneficial to my health. Yeah. And, and, um, Kristen of herself, you know, if you see her, we don't put these videos up, we just do the audios, but yeah. I mean, she doesn't look anything like the 94 years old that she really is. And I think Paul, no, Paul I, not I think, I know that Paul knows how old I am. And like, there's I, I, there's only like two people that I don't lie to. And this is my one, this is my one, what do you say? It's like my skeleton in the closet is, I never tell anyone how old I am and I get it. And I, I except for my doctor and probably you know. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, but, it's all good. but the thing is, you, you look nothing like your age. Well, I happen to know what it is, and, and you look nothing like it. And you're the lifestyle that you're choosing to lead, and the way you're doing it, it's uh, it clearly has some massive benefits. And you know what? The other thing that people that, that we'll briefly talk about, which is really not not connected, is that your other half has a phenomenal story, yeah, from coming through some real massive health challenges to yeah. being this really, really pro progressive, proactive kind of guy that is you know, smashing it from, you know, just not accepting anything that's dealt to him and and, and big, big things up in a, in a big way, really making some big changes. So the pair yeah. of you together makes such an awesome team, if you like. And, yeah. Um, and yeah, it's, it's a pleasure to know you both. So um, yeah. we're going to put, yeah, he's, tr- he's tremendous. He's like, you know, he's the vitamin J in my life, as he would say, he's like the most joyful person who's been through some gnarly chronic yeah. illnesses and cancer and surgeries and, continues to inspire um freddie kimmel he's like freddie said go on instagram he's a good follow too especially if you're dealing with anything that feels um insurmountable he 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 helps me remember every day i can get whatever my dreams are and work on them a little bit to come true so it's nice it's cool the pair of you and he has the same haircut as you (laughs) because that's trending right it is trending (laughs) everyone will have it eventually um listen it's been great to speak to you as always always look forward to our chats and yeah, me um, too. we're going to we're going to put in all the the notes in uh to your website and all the other things people want to reach out to you on instagram and stuff they can do they can just click on the links um, and i would encourage people to do it because you know christine's love loves to give her time and and put effort in and value to people so by all means you know uh, hit her up and, and and get some stuff from her um same with me a lot of people have booked calls with me Wow, I can't even tell you how many they've been. But if you're listening and you do want to speak about stuff about your health and really look at it properly from the root cause issues and what we can do with it, then there's a link there. You can book a call with me. It's free and we can talk about things. And, and if I can point in the right direction, then we will. So um, 
And yeah. I just want to say to everyone listening, not to take that what comment you just made lightly, because I've worked with lots of people and I'm a coach and I coach, especially with females who are struggling with challenges, like reach out to me. I'll, I'll give you time and energy for sure. But I just want to say out loud, Paul is a badass when it comes to understanding root cause issues and just functionally getting you to not only change your life with the protocols, but like supporting that process. Cause I see it and I consider you a friend and I love you so much. And also I always consider you a mentor of mine because I've learned and continue to learn from you. So if you have challenges that Paul can help you with, like get on the phone with him because he will not only tell you, you know, the basics of what's going on in your body and help you with lab work, but you also are very practical and you won't as a client of Paul's get, be allowed to get away with anything except the best because um you're really great accountability like just enough firm and fair with a smile that it, it works so you've refined that over that. the years i love it i appreciate it christine i do remember <laughs> i do remember texting you one time saying send me a screenshot of your restorative time yesterday i know and i was and like, like oh, oh, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> but that's a different story listen thanks so much for your time i know you're a busy girl and you've got other stuff that you've got to shoot off to so Listen, we'll we'll speak again soon, I'm sure. And if we can get you back in and talking about some other biohacks that you do, then I'd love to have it. But um, for now, really appreciate it as always. And we'll speak soon. Yeah, thank you so kindly. I love you as always. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.